Auspicious beginning. 
Hey, it's me, Chris T, on this post-marathon aerial view podcast, available at wfmu.org and at aerialview.me. And uh, it's Saturday morning, March 19th. Actually, I said post-marathon, and that's because you'll be hearing this on Tuesday, uh, March 22nd, I guess. But the marathon's not over yet. Not today. It'll end tomorrow night with a big finale at Monty Hall, the Hoof and Mouth Symphonia, the in-house band of WFMU, led by Scott Williams, will uh, perform a whole bunch of songs with uh, the vocals provided by various WFMU staff members, including myself. So, uh... Hopefully you'll get to hear that as it happens live. If not, it'll be archived. I want to take a moment to thank everybody that is pledged to this show. And I wish I knew all your names off the top of my head, but I will put your names in the See You Next Tuesday newsletter. Your first names anyway. Just so there's no identity theft going on. And um, as I've stated before in my newsletter... And on this podcast, this will be my last WFMU marathon. I'm going to try to keep this show going until July, and then I have a decision to make as to whether or not uh, to continue putting up old archives from the past. I have a ton of aerial view shows on, you name it, cassette, mini disc. There's even some on DATS, digital audio tape as it was called. I don't think I have any that are on uh, reel-to-reel. That might be the medium, the recording medium that I'm missing. But uh, a lot of them were never archived for whatever reason. That Maybe they proceed when we began archiving stuff. So I, I, I thought maybe uh, I could continue putting up <clears throat> a quote-unquote new aerial view every week that would actually be an archive from the past, but I'm not sure how interested people are in hearing shows from the past, to be frank. You know, when there's so much new content every week coming out of WFMU. So, that's one of the decisions I have to make. <clears throat> and the other decision is, do I continue just doing the newsletter in some form? Because I do think the newsletter has an audience and the problem with the Aerial View podcast is I can't tell really if it has an audience although I got a nice compliment this past Thursday when I went to the Hoof and Mouth rehearsal from none other than Clay Pigeon who said he had listened to the Junk Drawer show and he enjoyed it so thanks for that feedback Clay because I don't get a lot of it on the podcast you know even though on the newsletter every week there's an area where you can click and leave some feedback um, I, I really haven't been getting much feedback. So i that's the problem for me with doing this is that I, I can't tell if I'm doing it for myself <clears throat> anymore or if there's anybody listening. And so I feel like a, a little bit like this post-apocalyptic scenario where I'm on this radio trying to get somebody to respond and I have no idea if there's anybody out there. And considering the amount of time that I put into this every week, it, it's time that I could be spending on other things, you know, 
and not that those things would be any more valuable or any more interesting or but they might have more of a feedback to them and I might know if they're getting a response so it's a very difficult time for me with uh, with Aerial View and with WFMU right now because it's something I've been involved with for 30 years and the process of trying to let go of it and walk away from it has been enormously difficult for me and um, <clears throat> and fraught I don't know how else to put it it's been very fraught and I have my reasons for wanting to leave now and I'm reluctant to share those reasons because what's the point uh, but it feels like it's time and I don't want to be somebody that goes back on this decision you know I know I've left WFMU before fucking asshole fucking asshole just pull out in front of me fucking asshole at first I thought maybe that was a very old person and it turned out to be a very young person just doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and pulled out in front of me and slowly just put their car right in front of mine uh, what was I saying? Yeah, walking away from it all. I know what I was saying. I've left before. I was off of the air and not really doing anything for a number of years. And there were a number of years um, I was just doing a podcast, communication breakdown. Um, I have to say, you know, my biggest satisfaction in terms of radio is being on the air live and talking to the audience and having the audience talk back and that's what I do for a living. I actually am employed as a talk show host and so don't cry for me, Argentina. That, um, <clears throat> that I wouldn't be on the air anymore, that I'm not on the air anymore, because I'm on the air every day. And uh, yes, it's satellite radio when you have to subscribe to be able to hear, but you know, it's a fairly substantial audience that I speak with every day. And so there's that satisfaction. You know, it's not the WFMU audience, obviously. Nothing could be. And so I'm sure I'm going to miss the WFMU audience, but for reasons that, you know, I've only alluded to, um, it's time. It feels like time. Let me get back to the subject at hand of what's happening today. Today I am traveling westbound to Secaucus, New Jersey, to the, uh, it's actually East Rutherford, I should say, New Jersey. To the MetLife Stadium, what used to be called Giant Stadium, where the Meadowlands Flea Market is taking place. And uh, I've taken you to the flea market before, but today I have a little bit of a different agenda in mind. Today I'd like to ask people, you know, if the, if the election was held today, who would you vote for? I'm hoping to talk to some Trump supporters. Since when I was here last week, there was a guy selling bogus Donald Trump merchandise 
including those Make America Great Again hats. Just real shoddy knockoffs. And uh, I don't know if he'll be here again this week because it's chillier than it was last week. Last week it was, I don't know, it was getting up near 60 degrees here. And this week, I don't know if it's going to top 40. So it's it's chilly here in the Meadowlands. Especially because the wind just blows through here. There's not a lot of trees to block the wind. It's kind of flat. And uh, for whatever reason, they didn't plant a lot of trees around here. And when I used to work here, I used to work for uh, the IBEW, Local 1212, on Giants games. Giants home games and, you know, uh, for CBS. And we would come out here and wire up the stadium and I would do uh, sound, basically. I started as what they call a wire puller, just laying cable and picking the cable back up again. And then they promoted me to the guy on the on the parabolic mic. You know, that, that mic that looks like a big dish and you point it towards people. And uh, it picks up distant sounds. It's got a, it's got a shotgun mic in the middle of this, this dish. And... Uh, so that was my job to move up and down the side sidelines and point this thing at the uh, the scrimmage, and that was a pretty cool gig, I gotta say. Uh, but it was very tiring. There's a lot of moving up and down on the sidelines, and I'm talking about covering all, you know, well not 100 yards. I think my territory was like 50 yards. I I used to work from midfield to one end goal. And then there would be somebody else working from midfield to the other end goal. And um, it was an interesting gig. But like I said, it's a very physical. You're out here all day long. It's cold, you know, and um, you're just on your feet the whole time. And you got an earpiece on and the director is speaking to you on the earpiece, telling you what they want. Tough way to, to, to make a living, although the pay was really good because it was union wages, you know. They got you paid, let's put it that way. Uh, and I remember the first time I saw a play come rushing towards me, all these very, very large men, because they, they're, they are massive when you see them in person. Uh, and you're just thinking, you know, oh my God, I'm going to end up like James Stewart in a rear window, you know, and uh, so I had this parabolic mic and I went to move out of the way and a moment later over my headset I hear like, hey, that was a really heads up, Chris, but uh, next time can you point the microphone in the direction of the, you know, the play, because I, in uh, deference to my own safety, when I moved out of the way, I, I moved the mic away from the play. And the director was uh, congratulating me on making sure I didn't get killed, but also cautioning me next time, move the mic towards the play. And then there was the time I asked Terry Bradshaw to get out of the way. It was some NFC championship game, and I was given the job of uh, moving in front of this uh, camera that they had on a boom that had to be moved down the sideline. And it was a long boom. You know, this is a camera that would give, like, these overhead shots. And uh, it was very easy for people to walk into this thing as it was moving because they they wouldn't see it. It would be down low, you know. 
And so they said, hey, Chris, can you go out in front of this thing and, and help it get down the sideline? And so I'm, I'm telling people, move, please step aside, move out of the way. Hey, hey, and doing a lot of that. And then I look up and I'm telling Terry Bradshaw to get out of the way. And, uh, and he did, to his credit. He had a big cigar and he stepped aside for me and my boom. All right, I'm going to disconnect this uh, recorder right now, get it off of my rear window, my rear view mirror, I should say. I'm at the Meadowlands Flea Market, going to do an aerial view, and I'm hoping to find this guy that was selling this uh, bogus Donald Trump merchandise last week and and maybe uh, talk to some Trump supporters. So that's that's really the plan for this afternoon. And also do some shopping at the Meadowlands Flea Market here at the, what used to be called Giant Stadium, and it's now called MetLife Stadium. And uh, here we go. It's a nice sunny day out here. Uh, it's not the 60 degrees it was last Saturday. It's chillier than that, but it's still not that bad. Talking about snow, possibility of snow on Sunday. Hey, someone left some piss in a bottle over here. It's always classy. Uh, very strong turnout today here at the flea market. Uh, where I'm not really sure what I'm on the prowl for here, but I'm just going to keep looking around. See what I see. And maybe at some point, I'll even engage somebody in some conversation. Here's a whole bunch of tools, a whole bunch of stuff for DIY types. You got your magnifying glasses. You got your pencil torch. I could actually use one of those. To do some heat shrink type of tubing. Who's got the tools? Who's got the tools? Well, whoever's got the tools is not around, so then I can't buy the tools. Ugh, the smell of cigarettes is really strong over here. Wow. Is this your stuff? It is. How much is the torch? Which one? This? Three dollars. Let's see. Thank you.
I have so many lighters and torches and things at home, I'm not sure it would be utterly superfluous. Besides, what I really need is a hands-free one. I need one I could set down on the workbench and then do the heat shrink over it. And I don't think that's gonna work, unfortunately. a whole box of outboard drives. Firewire and USB. And uh, no idea what the capacity is on this because it doesn't say. G drive combo 250, so I'm guessing that's 250 gigabytes, which nowadays seems small. Okay, like I said, uh, this is Chris T here at the Metal Lens Flea Market for Aerial View podcast at aerialview.me. What is it that it's underneath it? Do they use what is it, brass or what? Underneath, yeah, they use brass or or copper. Yeah, then it has to be copper because it's more pink. Yeah, copper. sunny day out here. Oh, look at all the tubes. Tubes galore. Any guitar type of tubes? Hmm. Vintage tubes. the Irish guy over here always playing Irish music 
No offense to any of you Irish. There's only so much of that sound I could take. Sorry about that. It's a bit much. A lot of stuff out here today. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of stuff. What kind of contraption is that? Hey, what is that thing? Oh, I never saw one like that. Where'd you get it? You get it here? No. What is it called? Does it have a name? WRFF. Cool. Thanks. Squat little thing. Here's a bunch of bicycles. A lot of bicycles at the Manlands Flea Market. A lot, a lot of bicycles. A lot of old audio equipment. If you're looking for old gear, come on out here. That's what I say. You'll find it. You'll find just about anything here. I'm always amazed at the kind of stuff that's actually out here. Um, you know, I've said this before, it's bare, it bears repeating, uh, <clears throat> invest in a table, invest in a few tables. I'm not really the type that wants to go looking through a bunch of stuff that's down there on the ground. Can I ask what the guitar is? The Gibson. Ah, did you get it here? Yeah. What kind of Gibson? Ah. Is, uh, whoever sold it, are they selling any more? No. no? It's a what? Oh really? Do you have a minute to talk for the radio? To you don't talk mind? to the radio? Yeah. Why? You know WFMU? No. It's a Jersey City radio station. You never heard of it? It's been around since 1958. Oh well. Do you mind if I ask you about the guitar? Do you know what year it is or what uh, model it is? How much for that? It's five, that's the old one. You don't? No, no. Don't know? Okay. Can I ask what you paid for it? No. No. Alright. Let's take a look at this over here. Well, that guy was an asshole. Uh, a total fucking asshole. CD receiver. So, you know, this is the thing. Uh, usually I get here early. Usually I'm here. I try to be here by 9 a.m. Uh, because that's, you know, before the rush. I mean, people really start showing up here around 10.30, 11 a.m. And uh, I try to get here you know, by the time everybody is set up. Um, I know people want to get here at 8 a.m. and so on, but I, I really don't want to do that. But I miss the guy selling the Les Paul for Lord knows how much. Lord knows how much it was. All right, down here I see an old woolen sack. 
or as I used to like to call it, a swollen sack tape recorder. And uh, I like the ones that are uh, tubes. They got nice preamps in them. So I'm going to take a closer look at this one down here to see if it is. Although I've had several of these over the years, and they're more like boat anchors than anything else. So I'm going to keep moving on. Yeah, the guy with the guitar was not about to uh, share any information whatsoever about the guitar. But uh, it's quite possible, it's quite possible that it was a fake Les Paul and not a rear one. This is a lot of that here. Like the day it was bought. <laughs> yeah. Actually, pretty expensive tool. I got twenty bucks on it, but it's uh, yeah. Like they ever used it. Well, if you need one. Yeah, I mean, people in the film industry. I'm still, uh, I'm still kind of uh, trying to get over the, the, the whole Les Paul thing. I, I probably should just uh, put it behind me because, you know, one of the things I'm always on the lookout for here are guitars. And uh, the closest I've ever come to finding anything I would even consider buying, somebody was down here uh, months ago. This might have been back in September, and they had a Gibson SG Deluxe from the mid-70s, which wasn't a really great time for the Gibson co uh, Corporation, and it wasn't the greatest guitar, but it was kind of interesting in its own way. And uh, the guy refused to say how much he wanted for it. He just would not name a price, you know? And uh, I kept trying to get a price out of him and, and, and got nowhere with the whole idea. Here's a nice selection of stuff. Some headphones. Oh, look, a VHS rewinder. Huh. So, I'm going to keep walking, and maybe I'll see this guy that looks like he just sold a Les Paul. And I'll ask him what it was and how much it was. Ah, there's a lot of Les Pauls out there I could give a shit about, to be honest with you. So I'm, I'm hoping it was one of those. And besides, I own a Les Paul. I, I own a 1968 Les Paul. What do I care about that guy's Les Paul? I only care if it was cheap. He's one of my favorite vendors. This guy named Wade or Wayne. One of those two. Whole bunch of lighters today. Ha <laughs> ha. 
What are you getting for the lighters? Which one? Those up on the top there are seven. Seven each? Yeah. You know what that is on there? Is that rust? No, I have no idea. I, I, I or the glue about, coming I, I, through? I have about 50 of them. And what really? They, what they had was, see this one shows it here. There was tape across it. Oh, really? Okay. No, uh, it was a cellophane tape. And so yeah. I picked a lot off, and it still comes off. See, it's up here? Yeah. It will come off, but, you know, that's what it is. This here, I don't know what that's it's just rusting. But they're all brand new. Yeah. I mean, each one is new, look. Yeah, this looks Yeah. Cool. Every one is new. Are the other ones in the same shape? I or? got 50 of them, you know, but they're all home. Oh, my God. So I just, took, I just took a bunch of them out, you know? Yeah. So were they selling together, these two? Pardon me? Were they selling together, like as a pair? That's a, it is a pair. You can buy an individual if you want. I won't, You don't have to buy two. I look at you differently now, Junior, because I spoke to your dad and I understand that you know what you're doing. <laughs> I didn't know that you were a genius. I thought you were just a little kid here. You know? You're okay. You're good in my book. That one is insane. Don't buy that one. Look at the handle. If you want to buy stuff, you should always buy things that are good, good shape. Give me $15. Instead of buying second best. Well, no, they, they, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's just the idea that, you know. Do you have a That's a, that's a paper gun, isn't it? No, it's a it's broken. Isn't it? Was it was it a paper gun? He just liked it because it looks real. He oh, loves okay. guns. You just have to be careful playing with him now. That's right. Yeah. You know? I don't let him go I, I out because people think it's real. I get some real nice ones sometimes. That, look, he he was we came two weeks ago. He wanted to get done so that he could only find him one gun. He got soft and he's like, maybe I know I'm gonna find it. You see everything. You know, you know what was here one time? Here is that. Real replica with the brown thing on it. Everything from a part of the way. So the wave problem. 
Wade, what do you know about these pictures? I don't know. I got them right out of the house. <laughs> There's three of them there. Yeah, there. they're great. Yeah. Isn't it? I, I like the one with the old man and the old lady. Though. I like, I like that On the one. street? Yeah. What are you asking for them? Two bucks. You got three I like that one. I just, that's, that's, I don't know. I know. Just, they're they're know, very they, enigmatic. It's just so cool. I'll take them. All right. You got a minute to talk for the radio? What is that? Do you, know, you remember I interviewed you that time? Yeah. A few years ago? I'm doing a little bit more of that. Are you? Today. Um, I was here last week. There's a guy selling like bogus uh, Trump merchandise over there. I don't know if you saw his table or not. What do you mean Trump? T-R-U-M-P? Yeah, he had like the fake hats and a whole bunch of... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like knockoffs. I don't like, that. I don't like to see that. So uh, I didn't know if you had seen that or not. No. Gonna ask you I how had, I hadn't walked around yet, so I don't. So I'm I'm asking people today about our governor. I take it you live in the state, right? Yeah. And uh, how you feeling about the governor these days? And in what way? You know, in terms of in what way? In terms of uh, you know being possibly being a running mate, and then they're talking about that That's trial I, taking place I, in September. I believe I personally think. Got to get a little closer. I, I personally think that uh, Christie should be the attorney general for Trump. Oh, really? But Trump has a big problem now, though, because the RNC is against him, and they don't yeah. want him to be the president. And that man will turn this country around. Yeah. I mean, I like Cruz also. I am a Republican, but it's either Cruz or Trump. Right. And you know what? The problem is that neither one's going to get it because the RNC is going to screw him. Really? No ifs, ands, or buts. It's the established rich people. Yeah. It's a lobbyist. Oh, you think they're working against them? Well, the lobbyists control the country. Now you could really see it. Yeah. Since Trump has been running, you could see how the lobbyists run the company, the uh, country. The yeah. It's all the rich you know? people that want to keep their fishy job. Right. right. Yeah. Well, I mean, in they terms... They don't have any problems. Yeah, in terms of how he's doing so far, do you think he'll clinch the nomination, or do you think it'll be a broker convention? Well, I, I certainly hope that... Not anybody uh, but Hillary. I, I, yeah, anybody but Hillary is right. I agree with you. I certainly hope that uh, what 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 they're trying to do to him will make the will make the country vote for him, and so he'll get fifty percent in the states, and then grab all the delegates, hit the twelve thirty seven, and then he's off and running. Yeah. Wow. And that, I mean, do you think he might pick Christie for a running mate, or do you think? Of course, that, yeah. not a running a running mate. No, attorney like general. Attorney general. No, no, no. No, I don't. I don't think uh, vice president. Well, it's possible, but I tend to think it'd be more as attorney general. Right. Because he, somebody did say something about Trump saying something about attorney general. Or, yeah. Take me. I like. Well, what is it you like about him? That he's speaking truth to power. And he's not Hillary. He's not owned by anybody. Or that. that I mean, a hundred. That he's a. That's a 1986. Uh, that he is a businessman 
He knows he's been around the block a hundred times. He's right. not controlled by anyone other than himself. He knows how to do everything. And I believe he makes a couple mistakes here, a couple of uh, gaffes he makes and all mm -hmm. of that. But he's a truthful individual. And that's yeah. what we need. We need a truthful individual now. And uh, in terms of the other side, Bernie, uh, worse than Hillary Come or better on. than Hillary? Hil Hillary's a very sick individual. Hillary, no, when I, when we laugh, but when I say that, I mean physically she has a problem. Right. She's fallen down before, her memory is, is a, a little shady. Yeah. She has a physical problem which hasn't been put into the papers yet. Okay. It's quite obvious to see that. Bernie, well mm. Bernie is a socialist, Bernie's we don't need a socialist there. here. Bernie's just there to make Hillary look good. That's all he's there, that's right. Let's face that's it. it, let's face it, you could have run somebody else next year, but with Bernie, get, get him a shot. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, she, and, and in reality, in reality, she should be indicted and she should be thrown in jail for what they did to portray us and now what they're not doing to her. Right. But, the, yeah. but because the system is so corrupt, Obama's right. just going to give her a pass on everything. Well, wow. we don't know mm. what's we don't know what's going to happen. We just assume, being the way government has been working, that yeah. that's going to happen. Yeah. Because I if you're you. on this side, you're oh, you're. Right is wrong and wrong is right. Up is down and down is right. Is it's like going through the looking glass, right? Alice in Wonderland. It's like, yes. That's it's like right. What country are we in? Very interesting, though, till, till June. It'll be very It'll interesting. It'll be very interesting. We yes. live in interesting times. Yes. Well, they better win or we're going to end up in the uh, dungeon. It's me, Chris T, here on this Aerial View podcast on uh, Saturday, March 19th, and um, I'm about to leave the Meadowlands Flea Market. <coughs> Asshole. It's 12.25, and I'm trying to make my way there, and... Where is it that I have to be? My shrinks. I still go and see a shrink occasionally. Uh, I used to be pretty pretty regular in terms of the visits. Once a week I would get there. And that doesn't really happen anymore. It's once a month, maybe, that I actually get there. And then I'll call her and we'll talk on the phone. And... Um, I first started seeing a psychiatrist many, many years ago when I was really depressed for a long stretch of time and had become suicidal and couldn't really figure out how I was going to get through life. And here we go, New Jersey Turnpike entrance, that's what I need. And that beep you just heard was my dash cam. I've got more stuff hanging off of my windshield and my rearview mirror than you could shake a stick at. I got my phone suction cup to the window. I got a dash cam on the windshield and on the rearview mirror. I have a what's called a Rowie clamp. R-O-W-I, Rowie, 
attached to my Zoom H6. So it's, it's looking like a cop car in here, frankly. And I'm about to get on 95 North towards the George Washington Bridge to go see my shrink. Yeah, back to the shrinkitude. Um, you know, it's something I would recommend for anybody because it's good to go talk to somebody who isn't a friend or a relative or a loved one because we all have dark thoughts and unless you're able to process them with somebody who you know is going to be a guide like a sherpa to your mind you're going to you're going to have difficulty in life you know I have difficulty anyway, even with the amount of talking I do to the shrink, I still have a fair amount of things that I struggle with, anxiety and depression and different neurotic behaviors that go on and self-loathing and you name it, even at my age, it's a struggle. And... I haven't been there in a while. I'm going to go today and try to hash a few things out, discuss a few things. And see where we get on a sunny Saturday afternoon in New Jersey. And I'm hoping these forecasts for snow turn out to be nothing because tomorrow night is the big... WFMU finale to the marathon with the Hoof and Mouth Symphonia, the house band led by Scott Williams. And what happens during the finale, if you never heard it, is staff members get up and sing with the band. And it's always a lot of fun. I'm scheduled to sing as well later on in the evening. I think sometime in the 11 p.m. block, sometime between. 11 p.m. at midnight, so it's going to be late. It's going to be a long day tomorrow, long night, I should say. And uh, I'm on the turnpike doing roughly 80 miles an hour. I just backed off a little bit to 75, and here comes a guy passing me like I'm standing still. There you go, buddy, in your Volvo with your Pennsylvania plates. He wants to get back to Pennsylvania with all due haste. I'm in the right lane. Now I'm back down to about 65, which I think is the speed limit here. It might even be 55. And in that left lane, people are going awfully fast. Here comes a Cadillac coming up on my left with a Honda right on his ass. And then uh, not much else to do this afternoon. I have some stuff to do around the house and 
Maybe I'll get to work on this aerial view show a little bit. Whoa, why is this guy coming to almost a complete stop here? What's with the sudden slowdown? Jesus Christ. Fucking asshole. Oh man, I am so pissed off. Every time I drive this car, I'm reminded of how these assholes fucked up my driver's side door. These AAA assholes. Um, when the car wouldn't start, and they picked it up with a flatbed. And um, the guy who was towing it... Was it a flatbed? No, I, I'm not even sure it was a flatbed. I can't remember now. But I know that he was towing it backwards. And he made a big point of saying, You gotta... You know, these cars, you, got, you can't tow them the usual way. And uh, as he was towing it, my driver's side door came open. And you got a picture of this, that the car is going backwards. And so the driver's side door normally be on the left side, right? As on the right side, it comes open and it takes out like three or four side view mirrors on these cars that are parked over in my town and fucks up my door. And, you know, the asshole who was towing, who was driving a tow truck, wasn't going to do anything about it. Wasn't going to stop. And, uh, you know, kept going all the way to my mechanics. And when we got to my mechanics, I had to tell my mechanic, you, you got to call the police, you know, get the police over here. And the guy was going to leave. This tow truck operator. So the long and short of it is, you know, these people who ran the gas station that runs the tow trucks uh, said that they would repair the door themselves, and they did a shitty job. They painted it the wrong color. It no longer matches the rest of the car. And when they fixed it, they didn't put the insulation back in. The store should have insulation in it. So now the cold wind just blows through here, and so does the sound. It's much noisier than it used to be. I don't know whatever insulation Mercedes used initially, but I, I think it did a pretty damn good job of blocking out the noise. All right, so I'm making good time. I'm going to be in uh, T-Neck shortly. I sure wish that hardware store was still open over here. I could go buy a garbage can. Apparently, we need one. A little mom and pop hardware store and uh, got pushed out of business I'm sure by the big box hardware stores the big chains so I did pretty good at the Meadowlands flea market I bought a new uh, mount for my iPhone to go in the car. Um, I guess the one thing I didn't foresee is it's on this little bit of a gooseneck, so it vibrates quite a bit. Because this car vibrates quite a bit. And uh, I bought this cool old um, beverage set. I guess you put your liquor in it. You know, this these black china sets. I don't know what else to call them, but they're like hand painted. This one's got a, it's in the shape of a dog and it 
says booze hound on it and it comes with six little shot glasses and uh, what else did I get I got a couple of other items a lighter I got an old lighter it looks to be from the 60s 70s kind of like a Zippo lighter uh, and it says old broads need love too on it novelty lighter I guess you would call it I got a couple of pamphlets on uh, magic tricks from what looks to be the 30s I would say new old stock those are pretty cool this stuff will probably all become gift items I'm not really buying stuff for myself anymore I got more than enough stuff I need to start unloading stuff hey are those some cherry blossoms wow I think today it becomes spring, doesn't it? That's pretty impressive. So maybe today will be the last, or this weekend will be the last blast of winter if we get some snow. somewhere around here to go buy a garbage can. Oh, more cherry blossoms. Wow, those are so lovely. So lovely. We had a cherry tree. Alright, I'm almost there. Time to go get shrunk. Just a little bit. And I love brick houses. Those are my favorite. I grew up in one of them. Alright, I shall return. See you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday.